Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, and welcome to Matt Appeal. I'm Susan Okereke. And I'm Bobby Seagull. And I, Susan O'Kareke, am a maths teacher and communicator that loves teaching maths, and I want everyone to love maths. I'm a, a TV presenter, author of The Life-Changing Magic of Numbers, and also a fellow maths teacher. And as Maths Appeal, we want to welcome everybody into the world of maths. We want to demystify it, we want people not to be scared of it, and we want to show students, parents, fellow maths teachers, everyone really, that maths is for everyone. Absolutely, because again, that word fear, when you mention maths to most people, they're like, oh, oh, I'm afraid of the subject. But we actually think that it can be fun, it can be enjoyable, because the world actually does revolve around numbers. So this is episode two of series two of Maths Appeal. Uh, And this season, we've got a different focus to season one. So what is the focus, Susan? So we are spending time and we want to kind of showcase how to problem solve and to think mathematically. And we think that actually the best way to tackle problem solving is actually to do problem solving. Because the reality is, as teachers, we know that it can be tricky to teach this topic because it's almost like a mindset. But actually the way to develop that mindset is by practicing and doing different problems. And we also want to show that it's fun, you know, like it's okay to make mistakes and people do things in different ways and that's totally fine. And we wanted just to showcase the fact that people think differently and to demystify the idea that there's only one way of doing it and the answer is all that matters. And we want to sort of change that. Definitely. Um, But also we'd like your help because if you think there are specific skills that you want to learn, let us know. Uh, You can tweet us at mathsappeal. Is there like any subject or maths problems that you'd like us to cover? Yeah, and every episode will feature a maths problem, which we'll work through together. And hopefully we can help you feel confident in your solution. And we'd love you to share it with us as well. So now you should probably be quite familiar with a, you know, from episode one, a structure that we have a look at. Because we think that when you first sit down to see the problem, you're going to get these questions going through your head. Like, first, like, how do you feel when you first encounter that problem? Then secondly, you're going to have a think, hmm, does that problem actually make any sense to me? And then like, do I have any questions about what this specific problem is? And then moving on to like, oh, what are the maths topics actually in this particular question? Yeah, because we want to highlight the fact that math is actually quite an emotional subject. Mm. And so once you've dealt with your emotions and you're like, ready, I'm doing this, we then want you to ask the question about how to do the problem. So things like, what facts do we know from this problem? What rules what formulas um, do we have to remember to do this problem and then what facts can we derive from the problem and once we've done that and we've done all the clues what answers can we work out and can we now work out this question brilliant so Susan now that we know how to tackle a problem uh, we want you all to go and grab a pen paper phone papyrus whatever you write with and we're going to get cracking into the problem right after this 
You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So here is our problem for today's episode. So are you feeling hungry? Are you feeling peckish? Because when I am, I like to get pizza. Yummy. So Yummy pizza, yeah. Pizza, pizza, pizza. So the problem for today is, if you're hungry and want the most amount of pizza, are you going to order a 12-inch pizza, two of them, or one 18-inch pizza? So the problem is you're trying to get the largest amount of pizza, and you've got two options. Is it a two lots of a 12-inch pizza or one 18-inch pizza? Mm. We, are, we are going to tackle that in a moment, in a jiffy. But while you're thinking about that, we actually want to talk to you about maths confidence in adults. And uh, Susan and I, we sort of understand that as teachers, students, they'll be listening to this podcast. You know, the ones that enjoy maths, but also actually, there'll be people that maybe are not so confident in maths, They'll be listening to us. So we want to have a little discussion about what adults can do. So Susan, we're going to talk a little bit about something called National Numeracy Day as a concept and the organisation. Susan, what exactly is National Numeracy Day all about? I suppose starting with the charity National Numeracy, they are kind of their aim is to improve numeracy and that's kind of people being able to use maths in their everyday life across the country so that's their big aim isn't their big mission and national numeracy day they do once a year every may and it's to celebrate maths in the real world but also to get people talking about it and to get people you know acknowledging the fact that it can be challenging but also it feels really great when you improve and just it's like a celebration of how you can improve in mathematics so that's kind of national numeracy day and that talking about it concept is so important because People that are not confident in maths often will try to hide away from it. Like if they see an Excel spreadsheet at work or they see a budget or they see numbers somewhere, they'll try and shy away. So first, we want to say well done to you for actually listening to this podcast. If maths isn't your thing, clearly that's a, a great step. So now you're listening. But the second step is to have that conversation. In fact, National Numeracy, they've started terming this as like a big number natter. So natter is a, a northern word, isn't it, Susan? Yeah, natter. to mean talk, to have a good old, like, good old chat. Yeah, so what, what yeah. do they mean by like having a number natter? So I think I think the aim was just for them for, to get people to talk about, to normalise talking about numeracy and maths with the view to acknowledging that some people like it and some people don't, but it is in everyday life. I think just to kind of reiterate the, the, the issue that in the UK, you know, there is a problem with poor numeracy. That's like one of the reasons this charity got set up is because over half of the adult population in the UK have uh, the 
you know, the number skills and numeracy skills of less than an 11 year old, which Mm. is terrible, you know, and that's people who are parents, you know, and who, you know, are in the working environment and they're, you know, scared. So the whole point of the number natter is to try and normalize the idea that different people have different ideas and different kind of feelings about math, but everyone acknowledges the fact that to be good at it and to get confident and to get better at it can really improve your life chances. Yeah, again, so we're glad that you are listening to the podcast. We're glad that you're having a conversation about it with your friends, your peers, your family. But then you might be thinking, okay, I'm now, Susan, I'm now feeling more positive about talking about numbers. I'm not as ashamed mm-hmm. that I'm I'm not as confident at maths as I should be. But now they want to do something about it. And this is where National Numeracy can help. They've got something called the challenge. Mm-hmm. So like, what exactly is the challenge? It's a... Like an online, I guess, assessment, but not in a scary way. I think it's um, like you can go on and do a self-assessment and it tells you where you're like confident and not confident in maths. And then it gives you kind of uh, self-directed learning. So where say you're like, you know, fractions, I've always found it difficult. They're mm. like videos and activities you can do to kind of fill in the gaps and to get confident at it. Because the key thing is once you acknowledge the fact you can't do something and then you work on it and you suddenly are able to do it, doesn't it feel amazing? So it's kind of, this is an idea, this the amazing resource, amazing tool that's completely free and you can do it in your own time, in your, at your own pace, then the, the challenge is there for anyone who wants to improve in maths. So, you know, the big point, I think both you and I, Bobby, but definitely one of the things I'm really, 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 really want to push is like, doesn't matter how bad you think you are at maths, you can get better. And mm. what's great is National Numeracy, the challenge is a really great way of just getting started with that. And there's loads of support if you if you want it. So as a charity, I just get in touch with them. Oh, that's actually that I wanted to sort of pick up on that concept of it being a skill. Because mm. in fact, one of the National Numeracy ambassadors is a lady called Katia Jones. And if you're a Strictly fan, you'll know that she's been a former Strictly professional champion, actually. And she talks about the fact that maths and numbers shouldn't be this big scary monster mm. uh, and, pe- and you know some people are like oh my god they're scared of maths but actually if you see maths as a skill mm. that you've got to learn like dancing or baking or driving or, or a language yeah. or you know anything like riding a bike as you say or construction like all these things yeah. And you're not, you're not born being able to ride a bike. You're not born being able to cook a pavlova cake. <laughs> you're not born being able to dance the tango. You're not born being able to understand percentages. No. You're not. But people think, oh, only a certain kind of person can do maths. But I think as adults, if you realise it's a skill, like most things in life, if you're not good at it, fine, acknowledge it, talk about it, and then use things like the National Numeracy Challenge as a way to try to improve that skill. And, you know, and I think we want to just put it out there as well for people who who are parents and, 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 and are like nervous about maths too, you know, this is actually a great way of being able to support your kids as well. And I think saying to them that you find it challenging, but you're also doing something about it is an amazing thing to be showing your children, you know, that learning is lifelong you should all be aiming to be lifelong learners. And if math has been something or numeracy has been something that you found challenging for a long time, but why not try and improve that now, especially if you've got children, because they can also help you as you improve, you know, so it should be like a team, as I say, a collaborative mm. community based kind of way of learning. OK, and not scary, fun. Exactly. So we'd love to hear again. Please do share your stories about 
any adults that you know in your life that have taken steps to improve because sometimes celebrating and championing these stories mm. can show people actually yeah i saw jim from the nhs so i saw lisa who works in uh, retail management mm. uh, and they improve their numeracy so the more these stories we share actually inspires other people you know a big thing that we think we should do is go onto the national numeracy website and there's loads and loads and loads of numeracy champions on there who have found math difficult done the challenge and now they love it Matt is now their friend so this is like if you wanted inspiration and you were like I'm scared to do it go onto the National Numeracy website have a look and see if, if, if that will encourage you to check out the challenge that's brilliant so maths is your friend and in fact we're going to pick up with a friend mm. our puzzle friend should we get back into it should we try and solve it shall we if you are hungry and ordering pizza do you go for two 12 inch pizzas or do you go for one 18 inch pizza yeah so you're trying to get the one with the most pizza so sitting down to do this problem yeah. like susan how did you first feel when you heard this problem ah so the first my automatic thought was obviously it's two <laughs> then yeah. i thought well because i thought two i mean because 12 inch is 12 not two. that much less than 18 but i was like wait a second i need to work this out so i was like okay in my mind i thought obviously two because two is more than one Fine. But then I thought, oh, do you know what? Let's work this out. So that was my initial thought. Um, what about you? So I think the first time I saw a similar type of problem, I'd seen like it's one of the like, viral type problems. Oh, yeah. I thought like it's it's obviously going to be the 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 the, two, the 12 inch one. But I thought, ah, these problems often they got a little Tricky. twist, a little sting. Um, yeah. So like, does that problem actually make sense to you? Did you have any thoughts about the problem? I suppose when I first saw it and when you said it, I was like, hmm, when they say 12 inch pizza, is that the diameter or the radius? I just had to confirm that. Oh, that's yeah, the, I, never, yeah. I never thought about that. That's an excellent yeah. question. So, and then like, it's a diameter. So that kind of made the difference as to kind of the way I thought about it. Yeah. Oh. Um, but that's why I needed to kind of confirm that. And then when it came to what topics, did you have any questions when you saw it? To be honest, I'd not thought about, I just assumed it was the diameter rather than thinking what it could have been the radius actually that's i never thought i just made an assumption oh which is good to think about it well it is but well, also I, I asked you so that the re i use diameter so if it's wrong oops <laughs> 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 but we can do our comparison still and say so what are the math topics in this question so the idea of the area mm. of a circle yeah and then just a bit of a comparison between two different amounts, I guess. Exactly. So now we're going to, I guess, look at how we actually did the problem. Mm -hmm. So the questions again, like what facts do we know from the problem? What rules and formula are needed? What sort of facts can we derive in the problem itself? And could we answer it? So firstly, like, what do we know from the problem, Susan? So we know the diameters of the the smaller pizza, which is 12 inches, and then we know the diameter of the big pizza, which is 18 inches. So that's in fact, and we know, and also we are presuming that they are circular as well. <laughs> yes. We're presuming yes. they're circular as well. So that's kind of what we're using as our thing. And so what kind of formulas do we need to be aware of to be able to answer this? So I think, again, if we're assuming it's circular, not those weird square pizzas, mm -hmm. um, then it would... Uh, involve the area of a circle, which mm -hmm. is, uh, what is this? I learned this method from my oh. students, cherry pie delicious, 
apple pies are too. Now people are thinking Bobby's gone mad. I actually haven't. So okay. cherry pie delicious is CPD, which is circumference equals pi times diameter. And then apple pies are too is area equals pi r squared. So cherry pie delicious, apple pies are too. That sort of is a way of remembering circumference equals pi times diameter and area equals pi r squared. One of my students oh. told me this. Oh, that's well, if it helps them remember it, I suppose I, I just I suppose I just know it now. I don't yeah. I don't have a, a, a mnemonic for it. Um, but for we for us we need the area which is pi times the radius r or radius squared. And so for these, so we go through what's the next? We've got our facts. We know information, so should we do some working out? So, Let's do it. so I, I think I just plugged the stuff in. So the key thing was just knowing that we need the radius. So for our big pizza, uh, the radius from a diameter of 18, that's all the way across through the center. The radius is from the center out to the circumference and that's nine inches. Correct. So the area for the big pizza is pi times nine squared which I've not changed, I've just kept it as 18 pi. Mm -hmm. So I've kept it in terms of pi to not use my calculator. Sorry, sorry 18, sorry. Uh -uh. 81. 9 squared is 9 times 9, which is 81 pi. Sorry, I made an error. Which happened to the best of us, guys. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah it shows you even like, brilliant math teachers like Susan and Hello. myself. Yeah. But again, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with making a mistake as long as you can understand what you've done and then you can go back and correct in fact i think it's better to make mistakes because then you your brain starts almost like working out what future mistakes you might make and try and preempt it so you're welcome that's <laughs> a mistake so the big pizza area is 81 pi and how do you and then, how do you get the small one so the small one so again you think about what's the radius pi r squared so it's 12 divided by 2 that's 6 so pi r squared is pi times 6 squared, that's 36 pi, but, 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 don't forget there are two of these pizzas. So it'll be uh, 2 times 36 pi, so it's 72 pi inches squared as it were. So now we've got two areas. And so our biggest area, so the, the most amount of pizza we get from the 18 inch pizza. So the one big pizza, there is more pizza surface than the two uh, smaller ones, which when I first worked it out, my mind was slightly blown, I'm not going to lie to you. But it's also quite, that's quite crazy though, isn't it? Yes, it's one of those problems where similar versions about area, scale factors, go viral. Mm. People are like, no, it's not possible. Uh, but when you sit through the maths and you do it and you're like, even now, it's like still a bit counterintuitive. Mm. I still think, ah, the 12-inch pizza is going to be bigger, the two of them. But the maths just shows actually no. Yeah. I mean, so to extend it, so always as I like, I like to kind of throw in a bit of a curveball. So what other questions, I suppose, could you ask based on the ideas of, of this, I guess? Like, Ooh, I've, you got, know, I've got a you... thought. Go on. So I think it could be how much would you need to increase yeah. the 12 inch pizza by diameter wise to make it the same? Yeah, or to make, yeah, so make the, to, to make the two smaller pizzas bigger than the one the area of the bigger one yeah or ex even exactly the same make it exactly 81 so make yeah. it 40.5 pi inches squared each oh then you can compare it yeah yeah because also as well like would is it would it make a difference if if you threw in the price of each of the pizzas as well mm. like if there was a deal on or something have a little yeah, bit of a play with these type of things. So anyway, just thinking about ideas on how we can extend these types of questions so if you have any ideas to to build on this get in touch at Matt Appeal and Twitter, Instagram, fill us in with some, some more ideas regarding 
pizza, which is our favourite. <laughs> um, we love pizza, but we, one thing we love more than pizza on this podcast are facts, because facts feed the mind. <laughs> Indeed. So I've got one for you today. So it's normally Bobby's Ooh. job, but occasionally Ooh. I'll pop in with the, with the uh, factoid. And um, I learned something recently about the idea of like, so tell me again, Bobby, how do you work out the area of a circle? Cherry pie delicious, apple pies are too. So apple pies are too is area of a circle is pi r squared. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the wrong answer because can you give me a definition of what a circle is, Bobby? A circle is <laughs> a circle is a. Should I give you? It's a good question. You... Actually, I never really think about that. Go on. It's. So a circle, the technical definition for a yeah. circle isn't just it's a round shape, okay? It's, um, it's, it's, it's round. Um, the technical definition for a circle is a circle is a locus of points equidistant from a fixed point. So a locus is just a lot of points that are the same distance away from one point in the centre, okay? Mm. So technically, a circle is empty. Oh, because it's just... The circle is actually just all those points. Around the outside. Oh, so actually, when we're trying to find the area of a circle, we're not. We're trying to find the area of the disc enclosed by the oh, circle. Oh, that is sneaky. All those math textbooks that you see asking for the area of a circle are incorrect. I, I dare you to try that in your GCSE exam, students. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can say, Auntie Susan told me that a circle is a locus of points equidistant from a fixed point. Therefore, what you're actually trying to work out is the area of the disc. QED. You should really get extra points for that, I'd say, but I would probably imagine you'd probably get marks taken off. For being but a you're, you're a spot on there, actually. I never thought about that. But a circle yeah. is a is a construct, but actually the area is a disc, actually, that we're talking yep. about. So it should be, how do you work out the area of a disc? I'll never look at a circle in the same way again. So <laughs> if you want to send us maths facts like that or problems, we'd love you to uh, get in touch with us. We're, as usual, at Maths Appeal on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can email us, old school, at mathsappeal1, the number one, at gmail.com. So that's about it for this week. Again, we really appreciate you downloading this episode of Maths Appeal. And genuinely, it makes such a big difference if you can give us a five-star rating or tell a friend, just one friend, about it. Uh, and spread the word because we want to get more people to love maths. Yeah, we do. Uh, you've been listening to Maths Appeal with Bobby Siegel and Susan Okareke. And the music's been composed by Kelly Okareke. The image design uh, is by Calix Davis. And our producer is Jenny Nelson. And we'll be back soon. And we'll see you for episode three for more maths problems that we're going to solve together. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.